everybody, welcome back. And I have a guest that I'm super excited about. I've actually been all day kind of excited about this interview all week, actually. Uh, Maria Zach is on, and she has been out there fighting uh, about what just happened in 2020. But her resume is very impressive. Uh, she's chairman of a, of a prayer. Uh, you know, she's going to tell you a little bit more about it because there's so much to explain. But but she's uh, in charge of Nations in Action. Uh, she's a prayer warrior. She loves the Lord. But she's also has a formidable background in IT and government affairs. And, and so, Maria, why don't you give it, first of all, welcome. And second of all, why don't you give the audience a little bit about your background here? Well, thank you, Pastor Todd, for having me. It is an honor and privilege. I love your go get them attitude and, <laughs> and God first. And, and so I feel right at home. <laughs> so uh, great to be with like-minded people and people who understand what's really important. And yes. uh, I've been blessed all my life to be knowing God and, and be a believer. And, and uh, it's amazing in this mm. journey that I've been on, going into government affairs isn't something many kids start out to go do. And my background is my sixth great grandfather actually penned the Declaration of Independence, Colonel Timothy Matlack. So my family was very much involved and engaged in what our country means, our our dedication and our duty and responsibility uh, to to manage this country, that it's the citizens that manage the, the great country we've been given and that it's a gift from God how America was created. And so a lot of people don't understand the origins. I know Newton Calista did a great series about God's role in founding America. And if you haven't seen any of that, I think it's really fascinating. And and you really start to understand the power of God in government. And I had the great privilege of working in the Florida legislature growing up, uh, ended up working for a Fortune 5 company, global company being globally elite trained government affairs operative, and then starting my IT company, as you you mentioned about four or five years ago. So I'm honored to now be able to run this nonprofit, Nations in Action, uh, that my team and I came up with about five, six years ago. And we were actually springing off of working on a super PAC, stand for okay. principle, and we wanted transparency and truth. And we were looking at government and seeing how broken it was. We were seeing the infiltration and destruction of the parties. So we knew it was time to step up in a whole new way, yes. take all our money that God has given to us and send it in the right direction. So we've been funding this operation. That is absolutely amazing. And I will tell you, uh, we call the people that watch the show, they, they call themselves remnant warriors because they're prayer warriors and many of them uh, and truth seekers. And so, you know, I love that you just explained your background because you can see that Maria is not just some internet person that doesn't know she's been around and she's been in government. She's been in technology. And these are the types of people I was talking to Clay Clark the other day, Maria. And, you know, what we were saying is, is that, you know, God is raising up this remnant. It's not just pastors and ministers, you know, like it used to be maybe where people would talk about spiritual things, but God is raising up marketplace people, government people, uh, you know, people of all different walks of life to come. And we saw that in Tulsa recently and stand for truth. And that's, that's a little different in this hour. I think it's for a time as this, and you're one of these people. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what you've been up to? Cause I've been watching many videos. I don't know. Some of the people may not be, you know, uh, familiar with the work you're doing. Some may, but why don't you just give us a little background about what you've been up to last couple months here? Oh, absolutely. Uh, back in November, well, even prior to November, our organization, nationsinaction.org, which has all the, the uh, videos posted to it, 
we started off working in government uh, transparency, good government accountability, trying to pass laws that actually would enable that because we started to see all the corruption uh, just escalate out of control yes. over the past five to 10 years. And it, what was happening at the federal level, you know, the hiring of hookers, whatever, started to trickle down into the state level. And I'm like, right. no, please, Lord. So um, this election is like the culmination of everything just exploding. And I think it's God's way of waking up and jolting us mm. into how bad things can be, but also exposing the enemy. Yes. And the enemy is deep and <laughs> devil is alive and well and running uh, hard and fast. And so right. we knew that we needed to have this apparatus to, to build um, truth and transparency in elections. And so in 2018, we outed the fraud in, in South Florida. Many of us have been in recount teams for, for many, many years. I was on the Bush-Gore recount team okay. in 2000. And this one in 2020, we dove in, we have volunteers from across the country. Many of them were poll watchers and poll workers. Many of the affidavits were written by them. We were able to place one on, on Sean Hannity's show to help people understand what was happening in Georgia. Yes. We found ballots galore that were just fraudulent. You cannot vote outside of your county or outside of your state. Stop right. it. <laughs> Number one, that is illegal. Yes. So. We just saw so much, but what happened was that we got a call from somebody from Italy that was saying, hey, can you meet with us? Something's gone very awry. Hmm. Somehow Italy was involved in the theft of the election. When was so this? What, what time frame was this when you heard from Italy? Great question. It was um, probably around November 18th to the 20th, somewhere in that time frame. Okay where our friends uh, reached out and they they explained to us that the theft of the election actually weirdly enough uh, a man went home told his wife leaving work from leonardo the 11th largest defense contractor i don't understand why we stole the election in america and his huh. wife's like you what? <laughs> and so, yeah. So, yeah, just uh, like a little matter of fact, by the way, yeah, we stole the election in America. Yeah, you know? yeah no big very, deal. Yeah. yeah, he was very troubled and uh, he couldn't understand why they were interfering in it. And he is an IT expert, okay. top of the game in Italy. They say he's smarter than anyone in China in the IT space. So, this is a, a high level IT. Uh, engineer that is cybersecurity expert, works at the satellite facility at Pescara. And he told her that people came, they loaded up this software and it was mil-spec software beamed over the satellite and then he had difficulty. And he told the Intel guys, he had difficulty keeping up with the vote because it was so massive. It was yes. nearly 80 million votes and he was trying to change them. And that's why the anomalies happened with the equipment. And that's what everyone's seeing in Arizona and, and everyone witnessed between the night of November 3rd and 4th. So right. we actually have a person who has come forward and said, yes, I did it. So, so he's literally saying, I did it. I remember uh, you know, there was a video where there was some type of conference call and I think you were on it. And this was the first that I heard 
it. Wow. And, and I was like, wait a minute, what? You know, and we all knew something was up. I mean, everybody knew, you know, something was up because things weren't making sense. And I will tell you, uh, Christians from all around the country, Maria, are reaching out and they're saying, please, Pastor Todd, don't give up. Because honestly, I would love to just move forward and start preaching the gospel again. And, you know, but I have to do this because this is for our country. And right now, I know what's happened. I mean, you know, from Mike Lindell to yourself, to all the people that are working on the election integrity around the country, and there's many, uh, it's clear to me by the evidence that I've seen, and I know you've probably seen a lot more, that something very wrong has taken place here and very illegal. And so I can't move forward because I feel like in order to move forward, we got to look back and fix that because every other election. So anyway, didn't mean to interrupt you, but that was my first experience where I heard this conference call. And then I started seeing the hashtag Italy stole it, uh, Italy connection. So continue on, please. Sure. Well, I would say you are moving forward because what's (laughs) God's plan is far greater than anything I could uh, conceive. And it was evident to me that this was the opportunity for transparency and truth to prevail. So what ended up happening, I was like, oh my gosh, we are finally going to see who the criminals are in government. Had we come out November 4th and said, yep, it was stolen. Okay. Trump goes back in. Uh, You know, to me, I don't care if the voters speak and this is the outcome and this is the legal legal way it was conducted, he's the winner. He's the winner. So um, I would argue that you're actually doing exactly God's will. And uh, that, that call that you heard was an amazing call. I was shocked when it was um, somehow leaked onto the internet and it went global. And we started hearing from people all around the world. And I thought, well, this is God's way of really getting back at me because I don't like to speak out. If you look Uh, at my social media, I don't have much of a footprint because I'm rather shy about stuff like that. I just like to go do the work, get it done and and make America better and, and fix things. So I had great prayer warriors on that call. And yes. people have surrounded us and we just continue to ask for those, those wonderful prayers and, and the blessings that we've been getting because we have literally gotten people to come forward with more evidence. So now where we sit is that Arturo Delio goes home, tells his wife that, hey, I did it, goes and um, uh, gets hidden away and we were trying to keep him safe. Right. And so working with a group in Italy to keep everyone safe. Well, all of a sudden um, we dropped a little article to say Leonardo was involved and whoosh, everyone's scrambling. Italy ends up firing their, their telecom head, Whoa. their cybersecurity head and Leonardo fires their heads and they, call for the arrest of Arturo Delia. Oh, and no. so all of a sudden we caused this great catastrophe there of everyone scrambling, which was fantastic because it yeah. validated what we needed. Right. So we had the proof and we knew it happened. And so we were keeping him hidden, trying to work with the president's campaign teams and uh, Linwood and Sydney and Flynn. And I, I think they just didn't know what to do with us because the, by the time we arrived, so many people had hit them up with, oh, I know this or, oh, right. I know that. Right. What do you know to believe? So it was hard for them to triage with the staff was small. The funding yeah. was small. Now I feel their pain. Um, funding was small and we we had no real staff. We were not prepared, which is God's great sense of humor. Um, <laughs> David and, versus Goliath right here. You know, it's like, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And 
the the intel guys kept feeding us more and more information. And I'm like, hold on, I, I, mean, I got to get someone to listen. And I took the buckshot approach. I was like calling every congressman I knew who knew yeah. me for decades, people who knew my reputation. Right. I don't lie. I've always been honest, fair. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not getting anywhere. Well, all of a sudden the prayer warriors come in and yes. suddenly doors start opening and someone said, there's a party at Mar-a-Lago Christmas Eve. So I said to my husband, you're throwing on your tux and we're going up to Mar-a-Lago <laughs> and we're going to uh, to dinner for yeah. Christmas Eve. This yeah. was three o'clock in the afternoon. This is okay. crazy. God moment. I was there just a few days before. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, wow. That is crazy. <laughs> so we get in and I'm able to see the president and actually wow. he didn't really speak with anyone, but he was seated at his table, right? When he came in, he was seated and we were seated right after him and we were taken right by his table and he looked up and he said, Merry Christmas. And I said, Merry Christmas, Mr. President. We have the best Christmas present ever for you. Yes. The man who did it is coming forward in Italy who changed the election. Wow. And he knew he changed the votes. And the president turned his head, whipped it up and was like, looking at me. And I said, <laughs> Excuse Sir, me? Yeah. <laughs> if you'll allow me, we have a piece of paper. And so we made sure it wasn't in an envelope or anything. And my husband pulled it out of his tux jacket and hands it to the president. And uh, we, we, he, by that night, called Rudy Giuliani. And the next day, Christmas morning, Rudy Giuliani was on the phone with me. Wow. And I was in meetings at Mar-a-Lago for three, I believe it was three days later, I was in meetings with Rudy. And so it was just an amazing thing, yeah. but they weren't aware of what we had given to others. So I could tell it was very dissected. They were drinking from a fire hose. Yeah. It was very difficult for them to discern what was what. Well, I'm like ready to go crazy because December 25th, right. <laughs> Christmas and the, the 12 days leading to Epiphany, I'm like, oh my gosh, Epiphany is January 6th. Like God has such a great sense of humor <laughs> exactly. in that it's the Epiphany oh and we're goodness. having everything break loose on, con on Congress. And so we um, we worked hard to get the proof and we were trying to rescue Arturo Delia. And unfortunately, some people called into Italy trying to check out our story. They ruffled feathers and immediately the military moved him and hid him. Wow. The, so, Israel, uh, the Italy military you're talking about. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yep. So it was pretty um, shocking to be unraveling it, but we were given the information that the orchestration actually happened. Uh, a gentleman by Stefano named Stefano Serafini on the second floor of the Via Veneta location of the Rome embassy actually was going across the street and meeting with General Graziano, the EU commander, as well as mil uh, Italy's military commander, pictured with the Chinese often. And wow. they all were meeting with a guy named Ignazio Mancata. And Mancata is a very bad dude. He is uh, the liaison to Iran, to Qatar, and to China on behalf of Italy. If that doesn't give you a resume, I don't know what does. Wow. So they plotted and planned this and orchestrated it. And um, the, we had the intercept. We had the phone numbers of the satellite cell phone for General Graziano, where the U.S. Embassy employee, who, by the way, retired like the day or just days before the election to make sure if he was caught, he would not lose his pension. Um, talk about another sign of guilty and, oh. and proof. 
And so uh, he's been on the run. So picture this. I mean, this has been since November 4th. These people are now running because we've been spreading the news about what they did to America. And had had this all been resolved November 4th, I would not have known about this interference of Alexander Nix, who's MI6, who actually was involved from Cambridge Analytica. Some people may remember that name. That was the company in 2016, Cruz and Trump campaigns. Yep, he was involved in both. He actually went to the president of Leonardo's office in Italy. Well, why was he over in Italy? If you're an IT, I'm a CEO of an IT company. If I had campaign software, I wouldn't be over the 11th largest uh, defense contractor with their (laughs) satellites. Yeah, conflict there. Yeah. Yeah. And then he goes down to the prosecutor's office in Naples. I wouldn't be visiting the prosecutor in Naples office. Hmm. So it's all tied together. But to be able to figure out that MI6 was involved and Alexander Nix actually had infiltrated in 2016, both Trump and Cruz, people didn't know it. But I kept saying, how is it when I challenged Alexander in in God's great sense of humor, I was in the meetings with Steve Bannon, with Rebecca Mercer, with Alexander Nix. So um, all of a sudden, when I'm getting this information, I'm like, do they know I know who Nix is? And I have his phone number and he's in meetings with him. That's, that's, you know, how God sets it all up. You know, you you already knew this and all this information because it's part of your call. It's amazing. You know, yeah. Wow. God's sense of humor. That's (laughs) God. I'm telling you, it's. Uh, I get it to some extent. I get it to some extent. Wow. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. Please continue. So basically I was in those meetings and I challenged Alexander Nix on the lack of data. You know, he showed my CTO, uh, his system. And, and I said, well, you only have 111 data points. Like that's nothing to write home about. Carl Rose at the time was saying he had 356 or something. And, and so next thing I know, he's cutting a deal with Zuckerberg, Facebook's Zuckerberg. And I'm like, you can't be making a deal with Zuckerberg. Like this isn't about money for Zuckerberg that he needed a small contract, you know? And so I was like, "Mm, smells. So log that data point away. And you fast forward to 2020 and I'm all of a sudden dealing with Alexander Nix. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Mm. And the Intel guys, secret service guys are all saying, no, he's, he's MI6. He's not. And, and the Five that. Eyes and MI6, they were involved in the dossier too. So this kind of, it's it, they've been working against President Trump and his administration previously. So it's the same players, it seems like, right? Well said. And, you know, I was a little slower to the uptake, just that it struck me odd dealing with Italy. And I was just bombarded with so many facts of all the characters and all of a sudden in the very first call, the name Mifsud was given to me. And of course we all know he was tied to London and tied to um, uh, the whole mess with George Papadopoulos. So I was like, Oh my gosh, why are they giving me Mifsud's name? They gave me so many names. It was like drinking from a fire hose of all this information. And I'm like, and who am I to be doing this? I am nobody. (laughs) So uh, I'm like, God's great sense of humor again. I'm like, okay. Suddenly I'm like these dots, as you said, connected directly to 
the the 2016. And I, I would say President Trump, to your point, um, they've been out for him for a long time. I counted roughly five coup attempts yeah. um, internally, and uh, and I'm disgusted by it. And the Republican and Democrat parties, n- Nations in Action is nonpartisan. Right. We're about truth and transparency, hopefully God-led uh, completely in everything we do. We want to yes. honor God, and we yes. believe that trust and transparency, everything we do and we're able to do when government tries to interfere in our religious liberties, that's a mm. huge problem. And these people have undermined government so far that they're stripping us of everything of God, our right to pray that's at right. schools, etc. So yeah. I, I find it shocking when I'm dealing with this, that all of it intertwines. All intertwines. It's yep. fantastic that it does, because yep. now we have the ability to, to pull them all out. That's right. And, you know, I run an organization on the President of Religious Liberty Coalition. So we're kind of, you know, fighting similar battles in a different, you know. But uh, so here's the thing about this, which just blows my mind, though. And I've talked to people in the intelligence community. I've been behind the scenes at CPAC and sitting there with former Trump administration personnel and people that have high level security clearance. I pick their brains. You know, God is just like you. He kind of just puts me in the room. And then I'm like, I ask the pointed questions because not only do I want to be able to report correctly, but I just want to know what the heck's going on, you know. And the thing that just blows my mind is how the intelligence community here in the U.S., like the NSA or the Space Force or whatnot, could could not have seen this information that you brought forth. Clearly, they had to have eyes on this. I mean, so either they're corrupt or they're ignoring it. But the, the question remains, have you been able to figure that out at all about, you know, why they haven't done anything? Or I know that's the big question, but, you know. General McInerney and I have had several conversations about just that, and we just did today. Wow. And uh, it's frustrating because there's there were so many attacks on so many levels. Right. And we were keeping SecDef up on what our operation was working on. So he, he was up to speed. But I had to remember some of the information we were giving him. Leonardo actually had the communication systems uh, for contracts, U.S. government contracts, $250 million each quarter of 2020. They hired Trump's top guys, top law firm out of Florida. His his campaign uh, chairman, Brian Ballard's firm, was the one hired with Pam Bondi, the wow. former attorney general at that firm. So it was a brilliantly orchestrated plan where they were going and pulling in Republican operatives yeah. at just the moment to let it all release. And um, the orchestration, though, had been behind the scenes within the departments for some time. But the military suddenly had this huge problem where they had NSA's contract, the military's contract, DOD, and they had the embassies. So if you're sec deaf and you're suddenly receiving this information that Leonardo has infiltrated and done this, you're suddenly having to do a lot of IT work right. and then the whole solar winds hack on, on top yeah. of it. So they were scrambling. They were infiltrated. I would bet that um, from a military perspective and with the coup attempts before uh, with the president, I have no doubt that almost every government agency in America's government is corrupted, that, wow. that there are levels of corruption that go deep. I think that America deserves affidavits and subpoenas and, and investigations into all staff. All staff should have to be cleared. Um, tr- 
truth, you know, lie detectors to signed affidavits administered by law enforcement that you're swearing whether or not you participated or knew anyone involved in the theft of the election and basically the theft of America. Yeah, it's it's really the biggest political crime in our nation's history. You know, it's it's it dwarfs Watergate. It dwarfs FISA gate. I mean, this is unbelievable. And I think even to somebody who's a truth seeker, when you hear all this information, like you said, it's kind of like a fire hose. You know, I've heard China and, you know, uh, Russia. We've heard Russia. We've heard Italy. We've heard Iran. We've heard all these countries of uh, Venezuela. So it's like, you know, I'm trying to wrap my head around this. Like, how could all these countries and then people say, well, it's really China, but they're kind of like, you know, spearheading this whole effort. And uh, and then I heard that, you know, the Italy connection and this just, you know, and some people say the Vatican's involved. And so it's like it's such a, a global, for lack of a better word, a global conspiracy, a real conspiracy. You know, how do where do we even start with this? So you've done a great job of bringing all this information. out. So you drop it. off. I want to go back to the president because this is so cool. I mean, you're, you're giving this paper, you and your husband, the president, you know, and then he takes I mean, again, he's so brilliant. And we always talk about him being like a 40 chess player. It just blows my mind because he talked about this even prior to 2020, you know, about how there was going to be infiltration and foreign actors and pretty much laid it all out. So that's another reason why I think, well, he clearly had to know this was happening. So was he just totally surprised and caught off guard or how did what was his response like, you know? He was shocked. Really? Totally like the he whipped his head so fast. I was like, he didn't know. (laughs) He didn't know. And I'm like, how could he not know? Yeah. Rudy told me the next day that he didn't know either. And I'm like, you mean General Flynn, Sidney, Lynn, they never told you. And he said, no. Wow. And so they were upset. And I was like, well, you know, they were inundated and, and I don't know what else they had on their plate, but this was a mammoth undertaking and really they weren't even the president's team, but it it appeared like they were. So friends of mine have reached out to them for me and I knew they had gotten infiltrated by MI6. Wow! And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I wish they had told everyone because that's a sign of good. Yay. You were infiltrated, which means they are desperate to stop you. Yeah. There's smoke, there's fire, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, woohoo, we got infiltrated, you know, because then it means we are dangerous to them. Right. And we have the goods. Well, we just got more goods and we were given the pathway of money when Barack Obama in 2017 moved the Iranian money. He took 14 pallets of cash. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And he moved them to Dubai and the um leadership of Dubai fly in and land their helicopter on the consulate's off uh, building, the U.S. consulate's building. So that requires State Department and CIA to be involved Yeah, to answer your question. And they moved and the 14 pounds of cash through Italy and into a bank in Geneva called Merrill Lynch. Wow. So now they received, it was either four or $500 million. We just got word that there's four to $500 million sitting in Ghana that he also moved that was from Operation Enduring Freedom. This wow. is almost a billion dollars of US taxpayers' money. We should all be outraged because it's just the yes. tip of the iceberg. But what's fascinating to me and great news for everybody, and, and we need everyone to keep praying, the Finanza Guardia, the financial police of Italy, have now opened an investigation into Barack Obama oh, wow. on that money. 
Okay. That's number one. Number two, we were thrilled that the government collapsed. We had received an intercept that Biden called into Renzi, the former prime minister who's close with Barack Obama. And they had asked to get a more pro-China prime minister to pull back their support of Conte. Well, Conte was their puppet. They were done with him. Kick him to the curb. He had $8 million sitting in a bank waiting for him in Southern California. So we knew that they were going to take him out. Well, we were able to form a coalition, our guys, and they went and created a coalition and we got a whole new government in there. Pastor Todd, (laughs) if ever you could say there's a God on earth, that coalition and what took place by February of this new government um, sadly, five top government uh, folks were murdered in March. Wow. Uh, things in are March. moving. Yeah, wow. things are still moving. It's a tough operation. It's nothing that I ever was prepared for, or apparently I was, <laughs> that God had put me in this place. <laughs> but we have now seen this shift in government. And the new guys are saying, hold on a second. What's this money? What's this yeah. money? What's this money? Well, who, what was happening over here with Leonardo? And they just opened the investigation into Leonardo as well. The Minister okay. of Interior has received a, a typed document from uh, my attorney over there who gave one of the two affidavits that were sent in to the president and the president's team, as well as into Congress on January 6th. So those affidavits are validating that this guy came forward, said he did it. Wow. And uh, Artur Delia, he said he did it. We need him freed. We yes. need him to speak. We need General Graziano to be extradited to the United States and stand before the American people and in a, a, a rule of law situation where yeah. DOJ actually does their job and um, certainly the military, because this was a, an international attack on America and we should not stand idly by. And General McInerney makes some really good points about that, that he asked the president to declare a national emergency and, and embed you know, right. martial law and that he didn't even need to go that far. But it was a foreign attack and right. it was also an internal attack. So you had foreign and domestic, yes. which makes it a little collaborating more with each other. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. They were intricately involved. And to your point about uh, the the England piece with uh, MI6 and the Steele dossier, we had even more information come forward on that. So I'm excited that, you know, the truth is is starting to come out and the transparency and we still have the Durham report. And uh, I plan on continuing to supply information to John Durham and his office. Our attorney is sending over more information on on the flow of money and and where it went and who took it. And uh, I, I just keep asking for prayer because that's what's making all this happen. Yeah, Maria, you are the uh, the definition of a remnant warrior. <laughs> I mean, gosh, your picture needs to be right there when they, oh my goodness. I mean, you know, it's crazy. I got back from Tulsa. I didn't even speak there. You know, I didn't even right. speak there. I mean, you know, all I my didn't friends. either. Yeah, I you know, didn't. just a bunch of friends and just hanging out and just, you know, whatever. And then we get back and Newsweek does this story on me. I'm like, what the heck? 
you know, and of course they mince my words. And so, you know, they, they take whatever they can and make me look like I'm some crazy person. And, you know, um, people are writing me, Todd, did you really say that? Or Todd, did you really do this? And it's, it's just like, so I know that what's happening is anybody that's investigating is on their radar and uh, we're seeing how the media is being exposed. It's like operation mockingbird. You know, you can see just how much of the media is involved in this swamp. And so there's people that are like directly over the target, like yourself, and I have to tell you, I mean, we've had some security issues and things like that where we've had to really bolster our own security situation, you know, and I'm sure you know, I'm not even doing half of what you're doing. Gosh, I can't even imagine, you know, so it, it, we're praying for you and people need to understand how, you know, it's dangerous, but God's with us. And I really believe he's got his angels encamped around us. And I believe this is part of everything that's happening that God is doing right now in our country. And, you know, I, I had Mike Liddell on the program. He recently was talking about he believes there's going to be a revival. And I believe that too. I think that, you know, what we've said and what I've felt, and again, I'm not a prophet, but the Lord speaks to me. I feel like the Lord has said that when this is all said and done, that people are going to be dancing in the streets. There's going to be a powerful move of God in this nation. It's going to bring the people together. And I don't know, I can't profess that I know how it's going to happen or what's going to happen, but I have to continue to stand in prayer. And I can't just give up because what's the, I tell people, what's the alternative? I just give up and then we just let the country go to communism and, and that's it. You know, no, I mean, we have to stand and, uh, and that's what you're doing. My goodness. I just, my jaw is like almost to the floor right now by hearing all this. It's amazing. And, uh, and you know, it's interesting. I've heard kind of pieces from Mike Lindell, pieces from you, pieces from other people that we've had on all kind of putting this massive puzzle together. Um, the, the biggest concern that I've had is, is that there doesn't seem to be anybody that's willing to, to execute justice in this situation. In other words, you know, with the DOJ, are they really going to do anything or is the military going to do anything? You know, who is the, 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 the people that will, initiate justice, I guess we'll just have to wait and see, right? Well, I would uh, say it's not over yet. Number one, we've got God on our side, as you said. So, you know, to have fear is not of God. So I I don't fear anything. And so bring it on. Come on. (laughs) You know, (laughs) so I'm and and our kids were like, uh, could you just kind of like still care if something happens to Oz? (laughs) (laughs) I love you, but, you know, this is bigger than you. It's bigger than me. And this is about our country and this is about God. And so we are God's foot soldiers. We are loyal and we stand firm. And so they get it and they're, they're right there a hundred percent. And I would say that, you know, the elected officials and the, the folks who are in the bureaucracies of these governments here and abroad have to be challenged. And uh, it's not over with John Durham. So keep faith, keep praying. His, his, report when it comes and everything in it, I know just the piece I gave him was huge. Yeah. Barack Obama stole money. This is huge. Italy has all the proof. They have given me the names of the people in the room. I know exactly who was in the room. I know that it was a tall, slender CIA guy with long hair in his Mm. 50s that was present. I know these pieces of information that are so damaging that now the cards are going to start crumbling. The Mm. card house... It's, it's going. And so he who knows and holds out is going to go to jail anyway. The question is, you know, you're, you're being charged. Are you going to participate? So Durham's already getting getting uh, some some really golden opportunities here. And so I'm, okay. I'm not going to prejudge his right. 
ability. And then the Finanza Guardia, the, the government in Italy, um, don't count them out either. And right. we're going to keep applying pressure. They're not getting off the hook. And neither is anyone here on this side, the FBI, DOJ, yes. the military. America needs to stand up and demand justice. That's right. And I always tell people there's a lot more patriots than they want people to think. I mean, everywhere I go, uh, I'm sure you, you must get this even more probably, but you know, people come up to me. Thank you. Please keep standing. You know, we're praying for you. We're with you. It's, it's crazy. I've never experienced anything like it in my life, you know, and I'm just, I'm just like a small part, you know? So I can't imagine. I mean, I will tell you, I was at CPAC and uh, it was crazy. Um, you know, we were in the green room and president Trump walked by and it was like, wow, this is cool. And then we got locked out of his speech. And I'm like, I can't believe I'm down here in Orlando, you know, President Trump's about to make this amazing speech and I'm locked out by the Secret Service. I'm sitting in the green room. I'm going to have to watch it on like a screen. This is ridiculous, you know, and, uh, you know, I'm sitting back there and then, uh, you know, Mike Lindell was back there and a few other people in the green room. And uh, somehow we got pulled in by, you know, a couple of people from Congress that were like, come with us. So we went with them. So it's like me, Mike Lindell, a couple of people from Congress. And we're walking in around and Secret Service just like parts the Red Sea, lets us in. And we walk in this room and Trump hadn't started speaking yet. And Mike Lindell, like half the room got up standing ovation. You know, it was like he was like a Trump. I mean, it was like the guy was a celebrity there. And I thought this is this is because Americans and patriots know, number one, and they are so thankful for those that are willing to stand and they're praying and they're interceding. And this is what's happening right now. And so I would encourage anybody watching, keep praying, keep standing. Maria, you are an encouragement. And we're going to, I'm going to add you to our personal family prayer list because we, we definitely want to do that. But everybody needs to be covering Maria and what she's doing out there and, and just the nations in action, the whole thing that she's up to, because this is God ordained and it's anointed for a time as this. And uh, I'm, I'm excited because at the end of the day, we know that God wins. And uh, look what a lot of these patriots like General Flynn have been through and others, you know, they went through a, a, a refiner's fire, a crazy persecution. But in the end, you know, look what God is doing. And so we believe God wins. He's going to win. And here's the thing about America. America was dedicated to God. The founders had a, had a vision for this nation, inalienable rights, life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, standing for freedom. This nation is different than any other nation. And, and is a, it's the biggest church plant in the history of the world. We're meant to send the gospel out. And Satan has tried to take it over and try to do all these things. But we believe that there's a remnant that's rising, a righteous remnant that's praying and interceding and praying for revival. And revival never looks like what we think it would look like. But this is part of it, Maria. What you're doing is a key, critical, crucial, and important part. So thank you. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm honored. You know, when you're called, you just stand up and say, yes, sir, and go. And, <laughs> uh, you know, to your point about Mike Lindell, he was phenomenal uh, to us. I needed to rescue an American and some Italians out of Italy uh, when everything went south uh, the first week of January and things got really bad and, and they were being hunted as was Arturo Delia. And so uh, he stepped up and he got me a plane to save the American and, wow. and uh, we got the Italians placed uh, safely and then started funding the security for them as well. And so it's uh, it's, we call him St. Mike for a reason. And that was his code name. And, and he was uh, just that to us. He was just an amazing person to step up and, and 
just we since then we've been able to get some information that'll probably help him in his case against Dominion. So I'm real happy about that. And uh, people have been coming forward in other countries with incredible information, and we've been linking everything together. And yes. um, that's what's been missing because uh, you know Sydney and Flynn and Lynn, everyone's going, "Hey, the computers did this," you know, and and I get it. The computer code changed, and I got called into Georgia to look at their legislation and meet with the sponsors of the bills and and the legislators and. I I was like, well, why are you not looking at the code? If I said to my IT guys, oh, you're going to do an audit and you're never going to look at the code, they would have gone, are you stupid? What are you thinking? <laughs> did, did, did you not sleep for like a year or something? What's wrong? So yeah. I was like, no, we've got to fix things. And and so the, the, the legislation was wrong. It didn't go far enough. They cowered. Um, they got beat up for it by the chambers. There are people of faith that are members of chambers of commerce. And I want them to hear me loud and clear. You pull back your membership of any mm. state, local, or federal chamber of commerce or their PACs because they're actually funding leg legislative races all the way down to the local level to make sure that they can penetrate their agenda. Well, it is not a godly agenda. And until they pass resolutions and rules that they will only stand for religious liberty and free yes. and fair elections, including voter ID, you will not fund them. That is the yes. first and foremost thing that every person of faith should be doing. That's right. We have to. We have this is the kind of stuff that we have to get involved on the community level on up. And we have to be part of these conversations, not not letting this small group of people steering this country anymore. We've seen where that's gotten us, you know. Now, from an IT perspective, and I know we gotta let you go in a few minutes here, but from an IT perspective, a lot of people have asked me, they say, you know, the, the machines have been altered or they change the algorithms now. So if they do a forensic audit on it, it's not gonna show it. Is that the case, or do you feel that's the case, or what do you think? No, as a matter of fact, it, it's interesting. Patrick Byrne had a group of, of forensic uh, analysts looking at, at the what the vote count would have been, and they had roughly 79 million. General McInerney had a different group. They came with the number around 79 to 80 million. I had a separate situation with the actual guy who changed them who said the same number. Wow. So all three independently. But what people have to understand is there's always footprints, digital footprints on satellites. If you move traffic so you can feed a different um, traffic pattern, it's there. So the military can get that. And so Italy can get that from the, and a lot of people don't realize this, but the military, the um Leonardo, the defense contractor in Italy, actually is partially owned by the Italians. 34%, I believe, is owned by Italy. So they have the right to find that information and, and expose that, that they were apprehended. Right. Um, I would say that you know, the other groups have all been focusing on the IT piece where I'm actually, they're, they're like, what happened to the actual votes? I'm at who did it, where they did it, when they did it, how they did it, right. and why they did it. And yeah. that's what Nations in Action has discovered. This is amazing. And, it, and if you bring all those pieces together, there we have this whole very intricate puzzle and it all makes sense and it all fits. And yeah. uh, I think, you know, from what I feel, I think this is what's going to be coming out in the next few weeks and months. And it's going to be more and more. And we have now free speech platforms where we can, you know, disseminate this information and they can't censor it and they can't stop. I, I can't even tell you. I mean, you know, but they censored me off YouTube and all these different things. 
And it's like, really, a pastor who stands for religious liberty? I'm getting censored now. But this is what's happening. And uh, and all we're doing is having truthful conversations, factual. Uh, you can go to the source documents. You can go to the source. And that's what you're doing, Maria. So we're going to be praying for you. And thank you so much for just taking this time out of your busy schedule. I know you're, the work that you're doing is so critical and important. And we just really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Pastor Todd. And God bless you and all your listeners. And you keep at it because you're fighting the good fight. <laughs> Thank you. Is there anywhere that people can go to follow the work that you're doing or website? Yes, nationsinaction.org. And we have a donate button there and we have a volunteer button there. And we're going to start giving action items to the volunteers so they know how they can help and make a difference. But it'll be it'll be real actionable things that that truly do make a change, not esoteric items, but things that like calling for the removal of Kevin McCarthy and Nancy Pelosi, Schumer, as well as McConnell, both parties messed up above all immediately. Every state legislator needs to be sat down and told, rescind your electors immediately. This was a war, an attack on America. Hold them back and give them to the rightful winner. And the party including the Republican Party, needs to step up immediately and mandate in their law bylaws that when you go to sign up and register as a candidate on their ballot, that you have agreed to rescind the electors. If you did not, you should not, because you were then a traitor and you are not true to the Republican principles of their party or to America free and fair elections. So if you're not agreeing either party, Democrat or Republican, to rescinding the electors when there is election fraud, that is a huge problem and they should not be allowed to ever be on a ballot. I agree 110%. Maria Zach, you are amazing. Thank you so much. We'd love to have you on in a few months or weeks. Whenever you have some updates for us, please let us know, okay? Would love to, Pastor Todd. Thank you very much. God bless. Thank you. God bless you. And we'll be right back with more of The Remnant. Hey friends, Pastor Todd here, and I have some exciting news. We have a promo code from MyPillow.com that Mike Lindell is allowing us to use here at the Todd Coconato Show, The Remnant. And it's very simple. It's remnant. That's the the promo code. You have to do it in lowercase letters. So R-E-M-N-A-N-T, all lowercase. Use that as the promo code and you will get 60 to 65% off of your order at MyPillow.com and you'll help us fight for election integrity and push back against the deep state plan to take over our country. So kind of important, kind of important and a way to help us in our fight and uh, help Mr. Lindell and to buy products from MyPillow.com. It's been banned by just about every major retail chain. They took out his product and we're here to step up and be the remnant and fight back and help support this great company, this great cause and help the remnant uh, here at the Todd Coconato Show. So once again, the promo code is R-E-M-N-A-N-T, all lowercase letters or R-M-N-T in all capitals. And you can use either of those and you'll get about uh, 65% off or so on your order. All right, friends, God bless you and thank you for being part of the remnant. Hello, my name is Pastor Todd Coconato and this broadcast is brought to you by Remnant Ministries and we are fully self-funded. We have been attacked on social media and literally cannot even do any advertisement or get any monetary compensation for anything that we do online. So the only way that we're able to do these broadcasts is by your support. I need your help, guys. 
We really feel called of God to get this information out, but we can't do it without your listener support. You are crucial. You're a critical part of what God is doing in this ministry. If you are able, please go to www.toddcoconato.com slash give. That's T-O-D-D-C-O-C-O-N-A-T-O dot com slash give. And please help us in this fight that we're in. Thank you so much and may God bless you.